There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Press record. You press record. Um, very good. That sounds pretty good. I got so many random things uh, to talk to you about today. We've got new headphones, folks. Courtesy of you. You've been on to Amazon's yes. and bought us new headphones because mm-hmm. well, we record this podcast. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Sorry. Should we, t- should we tell the story? Yeah, we should tell the story. So you bought me two wine glasses for Christmas. Have I talked about them on the podcast? No. Nope. I, I wanted to recommend these uh, wine glasses. Now, I mean, I don't remember opening these wine glasses on Christmas morning, but you definitely bought me these. I did, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's very strange because I hadn't asked for them or I hadn't no. hinted at I no. hinted at wine glasses no. or anything. You just spontaneously bought me two wine yeah, glasses. Yeah, but you do like wine. I do like and wine. And you also like a wine glass. Like you're funny about your, you were kind of always like, no, I want to drink it out of this one or that one. Yeah. And I thought you haven't tried. I've got a mild... The greatest wine glass of all time. And I wasn't even sure that you'd even heard of them. So that's I why I was excited about mm. giving it to you because I thought you haven't asked for it. You're not expecting it. You've got no idea it's coming. This is a this is a wild card. Um, so just to explain, I think I have kind of like a mild eating and drinking disorder where I only like certain things out of certain receptacles and stuff. And like But also, we are not making light of anybody that has uh, an no, eating like disorder. No, like it's a genuine... He actually does a genuine have. Thing. Uh, and it is mild. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it is... I, I remember about 15 years ago, in fact, you said to me once that you took no enjoyment out of eating food, that eating food was a way to stay alive, yeah. not a, a thing of enjoyment for you. But no. you've always had a problem eating... Mm-hmm. When you're anxious, so it isn't like um, well, even the food can make me anxious. That's the that's the uh, other well, thing. eating yeah. food make the idea of eating food or oh shit, I've got to eat something makes you anxious, which yeah. then stops you from feeling hungry. Yeah, it, it's it's a or catch twenty two. Like hungry and sick at the but same time. But we try and take all the worry out of yes. meal times, yeah, don't good. we? And like there's like just for instance, enjoyment. This is my favorite coffee cup. Yes, it's a good one because it fills it right up. These are Danoon mugs, but they're like half mug. Yeah, they're the tiny tiny mug. I buy those. That is yours. Is it? That We've is got four specific, of these. Yeah, specifically your mug, and I put your tea in it as well. Mm, I like a little cup. He I likes think it, it comes really from being little. I think it comes from being quite little. Is that I like smallish cutlery, mm. a smallish plate, a mm. smallish cup, and I give you Diddy knife and fork as well. <laughs> They're not children's cutlery, by no, the way. No, no, but they're the starter cutlery. Yeah, starter cutlery is what I like. Starter cutlery. And I think that's the whole thing with ratios as well, like tables and chairs. I hate to be made to feel smaller than yeah. I already am. Mm. You know. <clears throat> anyway, you bought me these wine glasses. Can I, can I just say one thing about yeah. you? Small in stature, but mm. big in everything else. I'm, I'm five foot five and I mean a half, like, by the way, folks. Like big in life, yeah, yeah. character, strength, yeah. willpower... Fortitude, mm-hmm. attitude, ambition, hilarity. Okay, all big. And you, you're, 
you're like more of a man than any other man I've ever met. Oh, great, thanks. Like, you're the most no, manliest, no. biggest, like, oh, man no. ever. Just saying. I didn't force her to say that. She said it. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, Anyway, he bought me these two wine glasses and I opened them. I was like, holy shit, these are good. I knew it instantly. Mm. They're so light. They're so light. They feel like they've been made out of, they're so delicate. Delicate, that's So they're made by a company called, is it Rydell? Riedel. Riedel. R-E-D-E-L, which I think is German. Isn't it R-E-I-D? Let's look at that. That looks like an R-E-E-D-E-L. But they've done something fancy with their branding where the I looks like it's part of the E. There you go. Rydell. And these are the Riesling ones, which is a German white wine, I think. So I guess they're designed for drinking that out. So there's loads of places. You can go on the um, the website, which is uh, is just rydell.com, and they come in pairs, a lot of them. So I think these ones, um, if you have a look for the Riesling ones, is that... But they're so unbelievably delicate that I'm always slightly worried. But I just, it's so nice drinking wine out of them. I think they're about £40 for the pair or something like that. I think they're about 60 quid. They're about £60 a pair. So they're very expensive. But it's so unbelievably thin. When you put the wine glass to your mouth, it's like, holy shit, is this going to break in my mouth? Um, There's another one that I think you would really, really like, which is the wine tumbler. Oh, I do like a tumbler, so it's not got a stem. And it's They're very, 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 nice very for, fine. For red wine, yeah. And and you can get four of those for forty-five quid, which look, yes, is expensive, ridiculously you know. expensive. It's not IKEA, mm. but it tastes good, and for special occasions yeah. only, or if you know somebody who is obsessed with yeah drinking wine, drinking or, or wine, really enjoys or really, the wine, really enjoys yeah. it. Um, so I've drank me Gary Barlow's out of this. Mm. Um, I like that Angelina Jolie Brad Pitt rosé. That's really nice. Mm. Bloody hell, yeah. That's nice out of here. Um, but, oh, my God. Anyway, folks, if you're looking for a really nice gift for somebody who you know likes wine, these are absolute mm. knockouts. Mm. Birthdays, Valentine's, of mm-hmm. course, would be mm-hmm. quite a good, a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. But We've I can't... missed Valentine's because obviously... Oh, yeah. Be, it's on Friday, yeah. yeah. We're recording yeah. this on Monday, by the way. Mm. Um, Monday the 13th. It's Valentine's mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. So we've both been sick. Yeah, We've both had a terrible cold. It's been cold. terrible. Uh, so we had to miss last week. There was two reasons for that. One, I went skiing and slightly mistimed the whole when can we podcast thing. But the other thing is that you had lost your voice. And also you were sick. Yeah, I was sick as well. As soon as I hit the ski slopes, I yeah. went, Oh, crikey. Like, really bad. I went away with a bunch of people who like to drink a lot of alcohol. Mm. I've realised how much I don't really like alcohol that much anymore. It's not It's not good for you. It doesn't suit you. It's funny we've just talked about wine glasses, but mm. a glass of wine's fine. Yeah, but that's different. But getting getting drunk, pissed is is a different thing altogether. <laughs> Enjoying a lovely glass of wine is one thing. I think I've grown out of it. I think there comes a time mm. when our bodies just can't... Yeah, they say, I mean, don't, it's don't toxic. Me. Yeah. yeah. It you really can is. feel it's toxic. Yeah, so mm. I drank some non-alcoholic-y things while I was away, just, mm. just so I could just pretend I was drinking, but not drinking. I've been sent a bottle of white, Ooh, um, yeah. naughty uh, AF wine. So naughty is spelt um, N-O-U-G-H-T-Y. Naughty as fuck. Naughty AF, alcohol-free. Mm. Naughtyaf.com 
it's zero alcohol, but they've sent me a bottle, but I haven't tried it yet, so I'm going to talk about it next we week. should try it one of these fancy wine yeah, glasses. Yeah, let's do that yeah, and then take that. a picture oh, yeah, yeah. and post it. Can I talk to you very quickly about um, mm-hmm. a university? I'm always sort of interested. I've got three kids, mm. all, you know, either coming to or in university age, and I'm always interested about the courses that they do and how do they prepare the courses, how do they prepare you mm. for real life, something in the job space, workspace. I mean, I, I often think, how do you future-proof your kids? I mean, with the birth of the AI everything, you know, AI essays, AI fucking, we don't need humans anymore. Like, how are you going to give your kids the opportunity to get a job that will be relevant mm. in 10 years' time? So, I was standing... Um, waiting for uh, a tube train the other day and I saw a poster in the um, underground and Mm -hmm. I thought, wow, that looks like an interesting place. Now, the problem is with this university is that it's brand new. Right. So there is no track record (laughs) whatsoever, but it is called... Oh, yes, you showed me this. Yeah, yeah. The London Interdisciplinary School. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it's called interdisciplinary is because you can mix and match or it mixes and matches mm-hmm. loads of different topics and subjects so you come out with a really well-rounded education. So here it says the world needs interdisciplinary problem solvers. Mm-hmm. And that is so true. The most radical new university to open in decade, says the Times. And they believe that the answers to the world's complex problems can't come from like a single subject or specialism, that you need to bring together everything, Mm. you know, like the arts, the sciences, humanities. So they teach undergraduates, postgraduates and professionals how to solve complex real-world problems by applying knowledge and skills from a range of disciplines. But the dots won't connect themselves, and that's where you come in. So they're the first institution in over 50 years to be able to award our own degrees from the start, having been awarded top marks in every area of academic standards and qualities it's an incubator for 21st century polymaths. What is polymaths? Do we know? I think it's somebody who is a, does many oh, different okay. disciplines. I mean, your kids. Yeah. I think Chester. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm considering it for Chester going forwards. I mean, basically, it's based in London, which is difficult. But, but what's interesting about it is you can go on there. You can see what other parents have written. You can see all the different kinds of degrees that they can do, the way that it works. But what I love about it is it thinks out of the box. And in my opinion, it looks like the kind of place that might prepare our kids for the real world better mm. than yeah, a, a traditional degree that's been the same degree for the last 30 years. Yeah. It's outdated. I think the one thing that AI is going to revolutionise is the way people learn and what people learn. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you probably don't really need to learn anymore. No, I know. Uh, and then there's loads of stuff that you really do need to yeah. learn. What was interesting, I guess, is all this drive that's been about computer coding. Like, if there's one thing that you should have been learning over the last 20 years is how to code computers. And then ChatCBT is literally coding. You just ask it to code something and it does it for you. It's like, mm. oh, Christ. <laughs> like, that's quite frightening, you know. I was listening to Elon Musk the other day um, <laughs> talk about uh, computer games. And he said, look, 40, 40 years ago... I know I talk about Elon Musk quite a lot in this podcast, but it's not because I think he's brilliant or anything, but he make, when he says something, it makes me think. 
Right, yes, I find it's that really helpful. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, necessarily yeah. agree with everything Elon Musk is saying yeah. and doing everything, but what he does do There's is kind of right stimulate a response that, yeah. and go, oh, wow, I never really thought about that. Or I disagree, or... Yeah, 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 yeah. or I yeah. wonder why he said that. Let yeah. me go and do a bit more research mm-hmm. on it. But he said, look, 40 years ago, Pong came out, the game, which was two, two triangles that, that put a uh, square, and you knocked them together. That was 40 years ago. And he said, now, look at computer games. He said, you know, you, you're in quite an immersive experience with human-like characters that are shooting things and blowing things up or taking things and moving things. You're completely in control of this thing. He said, just think about that in the 40-year period that's passed. You've gone from Pong to Call of Duty. He said, in the next 10 years, you will not be able to distinguish between a computer game and real life. He said, you only need to look at where it's going. So he said, don't don't be naive about that. You know, mm. it's going to be hard. And I thought, but I think hell. that that is part of the problem. There is a part of me that mm. wants to be naive about it. There is a part mm. of me that wants to put my head in the sand yeah. and just go, I don't want it to happen. Mm. I don't want, I mean, I think our human desire, but our, our meeting that we had in the metaverse with mm. some people did make me realise that I don't want to do meetings in the metaverse. No. I want to take the train to London and I want to go and meet mm. people in person. And I do understand that um, the birth of Zoom makes it good because I could do a, a live yeah, yeah. Um, or, or something with someone in America, which mm-hmm. is great, mm-hmm. but not at the expense for me with human contact. I'm an extrovert. Mm. My love language is touch. I, I died in lockdown. Like, yes. I need people. You do, yes. I mean, you are uh, an, a classic expert. There must be other people out there like me. That, there is for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought one of the interesting s- slogans that I've seen banded around a lot is is that it says, the slogan says, you won't lose your job to AI, you'll lose your job to someone who uses AI. Yes. And I thought, oh, that, that's quite an interesting yes. thing to kind of so, carry in the back of your mind. So don't dismiss I it. ignore it. Start using it. Yes. But using it in a way that benefits you yes. and the people you work for and, and the yes. people you communicate with and stuff like that. God, Michael, you, you are helpful. That is oh, good. good. That's yeah. a good thing to say. Um, and I think ultimately it'll probably be a good thing. I read an article today about quantum computers that uh, the BBC I've put been out. reading yeah. an article. I've been reading stuff about quantum mm. computing. What was that university? There was like these mm. really young students mm. working on quantum computers and you just think the speed at which they can solve mathematical problems that have flummoxed people yeah. and computers for yeah. centuries. And I all I keep thinking is medicine. Yes, well, cl- climate change to... is the other one, of course. You, yes. know, you input all the data and it basically gives you a solution to how to fix the world. <laughs> you oh. <think>, okay. <laughs> What's interesting is that humans are making these machines that then solve the problem. So ultimately it's still down to us because they're not going to make themselves. I just want to tell you, yeah. um, I've slightly missed the boat with this one, which is sad. Oh, because oh yes, I know this a girlfriend, one. A girlfriend of yeah. mine sent me this. Yeah. And... This is a new recommendation, folks. You... Might be getting mm. something soon. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You haven't got me a Valentine's <clears throat> gift, though, have no, you? No, no. Okay. Good. It's not a Valentine's gift. Okay, just it's a, it. It's a life gift. Great. Thanks for being so, brilliant every day. Are, gift. Are you going to save this recommendation until I get the gift? Okay, yeah. I think you Why should. don't we do that? Yeah, because then, then I can, we can play it to you. We can play it, yeah. You can play it live, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll do that's that. very interesting. Can I say about something else? Yeah, then? of course. This one I'm really excited about. Mm. You as spreadsheet man, mm. money man. We, 
I just, can I tell them what you did for us? Oh, yeah, us of course this you can. Yeah, yeah. So this morning, Tilly, my daughter, who's moved to Australia, and she's new to the workplace, new to earning money, new to a country, mm. trying to go out a lot, socialise a lot with people, spending money on petrol, trying to get used to Australian dollars. And she's called me and was a bit like, oh, God, budgeting, I'm, I'm really stressed out, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know what's coming in and going out. Anyway, Michael, spreadsheet man, said download no uh what's it numbers. called numbers in your Apple iPad, iPad or, or iMac or iMac. whatever, yeah. And I will send you my spreadsheet and what I do and it's like money in, money out, and then you get a pie chart and you can see how what percentage <laughs> you're spending on what. And then you input your bank account, how much you've got in your bank account because she doesn't have huge outgoings like we do as adults. But it feels like you do. That's mm. the interesting thing. It's like, I can't keep up. There's all this money going out. What's great about this whole spreadsheet thing is you can see what's going on. You know. So this is what I love about this app. It's an app. It's a website. It's called Plum. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, Michael. I haven't heard of Plum, no. So Plum Savings um, <clears throat> is an absolutely amazing website where you can save, but there is a lot of other things that you can do mm. with Plum. But it starts with saving, and I would recommend mm-hmm. all kids get the Plum app because they are building it to basically help hold people's hands on their financial journey and help them to manage, save, and invest their money. Okay. So you could start off with just saving a little bit. Mm-hmm. They use AI. Yep. And they basically see what you spend, how much you spend, how much you could save. They've, so they analyse your bank account, presumably, yeah. so you can see where your money's going, what you're doing with it, and what's sensible and what's not. Yeah. Great. They explain everything on where they are, but they are from all over the world, mm-hmm. 170 people across 30 nationalities. Um, they're a hugely fast-growing um, team. Invest with one pound. Active budgeting. That's one of my favourite. Keep a finger on your financial pulse so you can download mm-hmm. it. Make the most of the interest that you earn. So it shows you, um, it shows a tracker of how much interest you're earning. It shows you, you can save towards things, put an end to overspending, spending overview and alerts. Um, Hey, you're being overcharged by £103.78. So British Gas, Mm -hmm. keep track of your regular bills and payments with helpful alerts that will let you know if you can save money on your home utility bills. That's pretty amazing, right? Yeah. Compare bills and switch suppliers <clears throat> with Plum. Wow, this is all in one app. Yeah. Um, it's secure, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's loads of questions on the website. It's called withplum.com. Withplum.com. You can go to the App Store, download it from there. But I would go to the website first, have a look at it, see what you think. But I think it is brilliant. This woman that I met the other day... Mm-hmm. She was in her mid-50s. She was a makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said mid-50s. Anyway, she saved four and a half grand with Plum over two years. Oh, really? Yeah. And she said sometimes that it'll go, uh, it's raining today. We're going to put a little bit of extra money aside because we can see you can afford it this month. Or so, You know, something like it, uh, it's right. always yeah, thinking yeah. for you. Okay. And... and- Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to look into this uh, rather than give but you the really, third degree really, about really, it. But it's really, 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 really good for kids. It's called withplum.com yeah. is uh, is the website. And, and will... I'm going to suggest I'm going to suggest both of my kids download it. Yeah, I mean, there's something about kind of the beginning of the year, just getting straight Organized. financially, isn't it? You've blown a lot at Christmas, and it's quite nice just to get on top of things. And you can invest 
earn money as well. Mm-hmm. So stocks and stuff like that, you can kind Within of the app, you, yeah. you can you can choose because mm-hmm. um, I'm quite risk averse. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not that keen on losing loads of money. No, but um, you can choose what percentage you want mm-hmm. to be quite high risk because your returns are better and you can see all how it works it makes you much more in control of your cash and you don't need you know a thousand pounds to do that 20 quid you can do that you could make two quid on 20 quid because i I mean like i said to to lee this morning you know having a spreadsheet where you organize your money and your budget is not about money and budget it's about relieving yourself of anxiety Anxiety. Mm. it's completely an anxiety reliever that's all it is so when i go to bed at night i can have a quick look at the spreadsheet I think, well, I don't need to worry about money tonight. Let's go but to that's, sleep. <laughs> but, that, but what was interesting was that you said, I'm not in a good place financially at the moment. No. But because I've got my spreadsheet, I, I know what, I'm being yeah. paid mm, soon. Mm. So it will be okay. Yeah. And that alleviates it. But if so, you didn't have the spreadsheet, you wouldn't see when the money was coming in. And you'd be very anxious. I'd be really super anxious. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is. So I've got a, a cash flow problem at the moment, but... Actually, the problem will relieve itself mm. in two or three weeks' time. Mm. So it's just a case of, of riding it out. So in numbers, what I've got, by the way, folks, just so you know, um, so numbers is on the iPad and uh, the MacBook, and it's their equivalent of Excel. But the, there's a basic template that's already made for you called a simple budget, and that is the one I use. It's got money in, money out, and then a pie chart that tells you where all your money is kind of going a large part of it. The main bit of mine going on tax. Mm. <laughs> um, I've tried to reposition my brain around tax and saying that the more tax I pay, the better. Yes. Like there was a huge cultural shift in the 60s where there was this one particular accountant who took the Rolling Stones' money and the Beatles' money mm. and said, I'll get you to pay less tax. Mm. Apparently up until that point in this documentary, I think it was a documentary about the super rich and us, I think it was called. Mm. It's a brilliant documentary. But he said up to that point, people never really question paying tax they just paid it you got Mm. earned money you paid taxes and in the 60s there was this kind of idea that the less you paid Mm. the cooler you were because it was the Beatles and the Rolling Mm. Stones that started this trend Mm. and I I think oh it's a cultural thing we've got to try and reshift the culture around tax I've always loved paying tax yes there's something nice about it can I I need to say something and I'd love to say it on a safe environment where I can actually just say it because I got caught up well I got caught up in this thing where Gordon Brown had said to people Mm -hmm. if you invest in film blah 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 you know we'll take it we'll get you'll get some tax relief and my accountant went this is like a no brainer you've got to do this Mm -hmm. invest in the film blah 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 I literally forgot I'd even done it And then, what, however many years later, I get this enormous tax bill mm. and everybody's going, you've... It wasn't evaded tax, it was... Avoided? Avoided. You've avoided yeah. tax. I just want to say, I paid it yeah. immediately, yeah. even though I, I hadn't avoided anything. I yeah. was just told to... But by Gordon Brown, like, yeah. <laughs> the government had said... And I trusted Gordon Brown. Like, yeah. No, I mean, he's, he's an amazing man yeah. and I still think he's great. So I, d- I did this thing, and the idea that anybody would think that I would avoid tax. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a bit of heartbreak that, it, wasn't it? it? I cried solidly mm. for a week mm. because I would never go and live in another country to avoid tax. Oh. I, if I had enough money that I wanted to go and live in another country mm. to avoid paying tax, I'd think I need to put that back in this fucking country. Like, yes, totally. I feel really it. strong. I never mm. I never call up my accountant and go like, oh, come on, what other ways can we wiggle out of this? Yeah, I just yeah. think like, I just want to pay my fucking tax and Ooh. be done with it. So 
when that happened to me <clears throat> and I was clubbed in with it, like kind of this group and it was in the papers and everything, mm-hmm. I I was horrified. Yeah. And they were going, oh, well, we could fight it. We could do this. Lots of people are going to the courts. I was like, I don't want to go to the courts. Yeah. I just want to pay it yeah. back. Like, mm. if anybody make thinks I've away. done anything, not even make it go away. <laughs> I didn't care about, I mean, I did want people to, Yeah. I didn't want people to think wrong of me. But what I wanted to do was pay the fucking tax. If I yeah. owe tax, yeah. I don't pay want it. to try and get off it. Mm. I want to fucking pay it. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yes, I That's do. That's where I my do. head's at. But mm. it was really upsetting. Mm. Like, I I was traumatised by that. It's very interesting, isn't it? I've, I think about this quite a lot. That it, let's see, it, like John Cordwell, I follow on, on the Instagrams. I think he was once the UK's biggest... We've talked about him a lot. T- ...taxpayer, yeah. He owns funds for you, and I think he made about three billion... He still quid. pays tax in this country. He does, yes. yes. So that was We've the point, to really. Him about and that. he was very proud about that. But yeah. if you were paying... <laughs> let's say you were paying, you know, <laughs> two or three hundred million a year in tax, mm. I guess I guess it would become more relevant as to what the government was doing with that money. Yeah. You'd have to become more politically active, I think, because yeah. you'd think, well, hang on a second, you're squandering... These tax dollars, where they should be being spent this way or that way or whatever. So I, I assume I the more tax you pay, the more politically savvy you have to start to become mm. because you want that money to be spent more appropriately mm. or, or on better causes or better things mm. than maybe what some governments you might deem spending it in a bad way. Mm. But um, I guess you're forced to be to be more politically aware uh, the wealthier that you become. You know? mm. Anyway, I was just uh, I was just thinking about. Do you know the biggest taxpayer in Britain at the moment is a woman? Who is it? I can't remember her name, but we were talking about her while she's away, but she owns one of the huge betting places. And she paid herself a record-breaking salary last year mm. of hundreds of millions. It's quite sad, that, isn't it? But if you're paying she yourself... She's literally a... making money out of people's misery because they are gambling their the money away and they've got not, they haven't got the money to gamble. The colossal amount of tax that she's paid this year oh, is good. apparently bigger than anyone's ever paid. Good. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what they said. But I did think, wow, that's amazing. Um, I still feel like she's... <clears throat> yeah, the whole money gambling thing's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not a gambler, folks, really, um, just so you know. Um, I um, want to talk okay. about the Cinnamon Trust. Oh, yeah, great. I met some lovely ladies. You know Karen, my neighbour, uh-huh. our neighbour. Um, we, I was walking past Karen's house the other day and I saw her and her dog and another lady yeah. and... Her dog. Yeah. And her dog was really cute. It was like a little... Uh, when you said you were walking past them, were you carrying anything at this point? No. You weren't carrying any donuts. Oh, no. I'm going to tell you about time. that. Okay, great. Um, so I walked past Karen and, and her dog and mm-hmm. this other lady and her dog. I was like, oh, my God, your dog. Tell me about your dog. And she went, it's actually not my dog. I said, oh, whose dog is it? And she went, oh, well, I'm a member of the Cinnamon Trust. Okay. And I said, I don't know what the Cinnamon Trust is. And she said, well... It is a place for the elderly who go into maybe hospital or uh, a care home mm-hmm. or something like that, and they've got a dog, and they need somebody to foster it or look after it for a little bit yeah. until they come out again. The Cinnamon Trust does that. Oh wow! So the uh, patrons are Virginia McKenna. Who that? Paul McCartney. <gasps> Virginia McKenna. Don't know who Virginia McKenna Born is. Free. Oh, okay. As Bill McKenna and Jill. Uh, Virginia McKenna and Bill Travers? Yeah, I don't know. Are you joking me? I am not joking. Have you not seen Born Free? I haven't seen Born Free. With the lions and the tigers? No, I haven't seen what? that. I know. Do you want to watch it? Lions. Elsa, I think it was. That's it. Anyway, oh my God. Yeah, okay. Um, Dan Travers, mm-hmm. Virginia McKenna's and Bill Travers' son. 
mm-hmm. was a model at Model Swan. And his brother, Will Travers, uh, works with Virginia McKenna okay. on the Born Free Trust. They're mm-hmm. worth a follow on Instagram. Okay. Anyway, Cinema and Trust is a really, really nice idea. So basically you can um, home a dog uh, for a while or any kind of pet that maybe they have to just help give peace of mind to somebody elderly who really, yeah. really needs help with their pet and, and definitely would feel happy to know that it's gone to a good home. Mm-hmm. It's bad enough feeling ill or poorly or being in a vulnerable position but you know some people that foster a dog might even take that person's dog and see them in the care home i mean it really is a fantastic worthwhile thing to do so it's the national charity for the elderly the terminally ill and their pets Mm -hmm. um it's cinnamon.org.uk and on their website you've got their telephone number and um, how to volunteer how to become a member etc etc is this a sales pitch to me? Yes. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. We're actually caring for a dog, a friend's we dog at the are. moment. Yeah. And it's a puppy, five months five old. Five months old, it's massive. It's a big, it's going to be a big, big dog, isn't it? It's a very nice dog, though, isn't it? Oh, God, it's a he's... boy dog. Yeah. And it's a bit boisterous, but the owners of this dog are doing such a good job oh, with it. That training. It already fully understands what you need it to do mm. and what you'd like it to do. So, all right, still trying to chew things and stuff like that, but... Mm. It will, it understands its name, it's got great callback, it'll down, sit, lie. lie, you know, it's highly mm. motivated by treats, which is mm. really bloody really helpful. Um, and we've got two cats here, and it's very kind of Sweet. cute around the cats, mm. yeah. I mean, it's trying to kind of play with them, but it's not aggressive on any level. Mm. We got, can we post a picture of the dog? Yeah, totally. We'll put, a, we'll put the dog on the, on the website. I've taken like a thousand. You have, yes, <laughs> and I'm feeling a bit neglected if I'm honest, but that's another story. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So I've been to the cinema twice this week. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't say these films are knockout, but I am going to recommend them because I think they do rate quite well. They're an easy watch and there's enough tension within them. If you've not got anything to do one night, you fancy a quick trip to the cinema. These are both uh, adequate movies. The first one's called Knock at the Cabin, which is a horror-slash-thriller. Um, so it lives off this funny premise that you've got to kind of suspend belief to get into. But it's got this guy, David Bautista. I didn't realise that was his name, but he plays yeah. the great big fella in Guardians of the Galaxy. And also he's in that Green Onions um, follow-up, Knives Out. 
knives out. Yes, he is in that. Isn't he? Yeah, he's doing very well. He's obviously very well liked and he's quite a convincing, like, dominant beast of a figure. Mm. Like, he, he would just rip my arms and legs off. So as soon as he appears on screen, I think, ooh, intimidated a little bit, you know, in my chair while I'm watching this. Um, so he's in it. Rupert Grint is in it. And then there's a bunch of oh, other people. He? Yeah, yeah. So he's quite, quite interesting. And there's a bunch of people that, that, that I don't know and have never seen before. Right. But don't let that put you off. Um, it's made by um, the famous director, which I always struggle to pronounce his M. second Night name. Sha- um, Malan. Shia Malan. Who did lots of very, very good films. He did those um, ones, Mr. Glass, and um, the one with James McElvoy about personal. He did loads Split. of really frightening ones. Yes, he does kind of horror action type movies. So he's very, very good. The Sixth Sense, that's what he became famous for. Yes. I loved The Sixth Sense. A knock at the cabin door, glass uh, split, and there was a very famous one with um, the last Airbender. Uh, let me just find Unbreakable. That was the one. Remember the train crash with Bruce Willis? And he's the oh, only survivor. Yes. You know. Um, so he's done lots of very good films. He's got a great track record. I think this guy. Um, so knock at the cabin door is uh, two gay dads and their adopted daughter are in a cabin in the woods. It's uh, knock at the cabin. Knock at the cabin. Did I say knock at the cabin door? Yeah. But that would make sense. Yeah, there's a, there's As a, a another horror film called um, <laughs> Knock at the Cabin Door. No, I think it's probably <laughs> Knock Out the Door or Last Door on the Left or Last Cabin on the Door. You know, I don't know what it is. Anyway, I'm getting confused. So it's got 6.4 on IMDb. Couple of um, uh, dads and their adopted daughter, uh, and they've gone to a little holiday cabin in the woods, naturally. And then these four guys turn up. Well, two girls, two guys turn up. They're seemingly kind of random people that have been brought together by visions that they've had of an apocalyptic moment. And they've been told to come to this cabin, uh, to these three people specifically. They've all come randomly, so they've not, they don't know each other, these four people. They've come there with weapons. And the idea is that out of these three people, the two dads and the daughter, one of them has to die in order to save civilization. Yes. And um, if they don't do that, catastrophic things happen around the world. And obviously, they don't initially do that. And then you have to kind of... Then you, they turn on the news and catastrophic events are happening around the world. And at first you think, it's just pre-recorded telly, like they're con people. And then it gets more and more weird. And the idea you as the viewer is you have to go, at what point do I start believing these people? that actually for us to sacrifice one of us will save all of humanity. And then it gets more and more convincing, essentially. So it's quite good in in that sense. It's not faultless by any stretch of the imagination. You know, there's, there's problems with it here, mm. there and everywhere. But it's a good movie and it is only, you'd be pleased to know, one hour 40. And it's I six, would freak. Six point... All the time I was sat there watching it, I was imagining you watching it with me. Well, we had like, a breakthrough this week. Buried into my... Didn't we? Did we? We had a breakthrough because I looked at you while Mm. we were watching Happy Valley, the final Oh, yeah. And I said, I'm annoying, aren't I? And normally what you do is you look at me and you go, no, you're not. You're lovely. (laughs) And you laughed and you couldn't look me in the face. And I thought, oh, fuck, I really am annoying when I watch frightening things with you. And, I mean, Happy Valley is not even a thriller, really. It's Mm. like a drama it's a drama mm. um but i stand up i go oh my god what's going to happen or i go i know what's going to happen he's going to do this and he's going to do that 
and I, I sort of talk because I'm, I get so nervous and I feel like yeah. it's so real. So anyway, I have learned because I care what you think. Um, I've stopped doing that. Okay. You've stopped doing that. Yeah. Well, I, I'm a better. I'm better. Yeah. I watched a movie last night with Joel, which I'm going to talk about next week. Oh, okay. And I, yeah. I am a bit better. Okay. Yeah, I did think you would be all over me in this movie. I would have been I'd sat have on go, your like, lap with my face down, in your yeah. armpit. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting that. It, 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 it's like you need confirmation of what's going to happen so you can settle. Like, yes. You go like, okay, what's going to happen here is this, 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 this. Because I'm really frightened. Yeah. Are you? Yes, yeah, sir. Um, yeah, okay. Well, we'll do more I'm work on fight, that. I'm in fight or flight. You know what we should do? We should watch a series of very scary thriller no. type movies to really get you anaesthetised to the whole thing. Do you know, um, I actually mm. did manage to go through the houses at Universal on Fright Night. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Um, yeah. So... And look at everything without with, with my eyes open. Mm. I've um, got a very quick one to talk about. Let me just re-finish oh. off this. Knock at the cabin yeah. door. <laughs> knock at, yeah, knock at the cabin. It's on cinemas at, at the moment, and it's uh, it's worth a watch if you like something a bit thrilling. Uh, fill your boots. Thank you. Turkey and Syria, obviously, we all want to do something. We all want to try and help. Mm -hmm. um, a good way of doing it, it, there's two people that I would recommend. Obviously, there are loads and loads of people that are helping, doing amazing work in this arena. These are the two that I've been using. Choose Love. If you go to Choose Love, they are very well placed to help anybody that is displaced. Um, they only work with refugees and people and asylum seekers and people that have been displaced from their homes. So in a situation like this, in an emergency with like an earthquake or whatever, they know what to do to help. Um, so if you go to Choose Love, you will see somewhere where you can donate via that Instagram account or online. Um, so you could do it that way. Or um, I was told about this company by um, my... It was by my auntie. Um, it's called Shelterbox. And Shelterbox, no one without shelter after disaster. So they provide shelter, which is essential items, technical assistance, it's things like water, purifiers, a tent, um, solar lighting, and it's all in a shelter box. So what you can do is you can donate and buy a shelter box mm -hmm. um, to send out to Turkey. And they've got everything that you could need to live somewhere safely for a bit until um, you can so find help. The box is already made. Inside the, the box, you just donate the money. That's they great. make the box and they yeah. send it out. And the box, tent, lighting, oh, water wow. purifier. Yeah. And the lighting is solar powered, so <coughs> yeah. it's, you know... You don't need power. You don't need power, etc. So anyway, um, they are called shelterbox.org and they are a really good... Um, Wow. Yeah, so a 350 quid donation, which I know is is yeah. a, a lot, could provide a bespoke all-purpose tent large enough for a whole family. Wow. Um, 60 pounds could provide a water filtration kit that makes contaminated water drinkable. Wow. 30 pounds could provide a cooking set that helps families mm. have a hot meal together. And 16 pounds could provide yeah, a tough-treated mosquito net. I mean, obviously mm. that's for not for Turkey but and Syria, but... The, the, the trick is to make it as simple as possible, yes. I think, isn't it? Because well, people if you just see want to what give... your money is. Yeah, I know. God, doing. what a difference it makes. Mm. Yeah, um, very good. 
Um, I've started watching a drama uh, when I went away skiing. Oh, yeah. I was looking for something to download, you know, so I downloaded all sorts of things and then I couldn't remember where I downloaded them, which was a bit frustrating. Paramount Plus, I've downloaded a few things, which I'm going to get stuck into. Um, but the one thing I did get on Apple TV was... Um, oh, I must start watching this. I really want to watch yeah. this. So this looks so good. Yeah, so it's, it's called Shrinking and it's got Harrison Ford in it. And but it's also got this chap in it called I love Jason him. Seagal. Seagal? Yes, Seagal. Um, who's in quite a lot of those Seth Rogen films. In so many movies. Yeah. Like, you, we've grown up with Jason Seagal. Yes, he's hilarious. but I wouldn't even know that was his name. And he's lost quite a lot of weight, so I, f- I found him a bit unrecognisable to start with. He hasn't lost a lot of weight. Yeah, well, the, the films that I've seen him in, he's a lot bigger than that, I think. Oh, really? So I was like, is that guy... Click on his um, biography and let's see what else he's been in so oh, we can tell people. Let's have a little look. So he's known for Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I really remember that. Um, Jimmy and Moving Forward. I mean, look how many films he's been in. Maybe not like all brilliantly well known, but God, a lot. Yeah. Prolific. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the end. That's right. Um, with um, Seth Rogen. This is 40. I remember seeing oh, him in that as 40. well. Yeah. Uh, Friends with Benefits, Bad Teacher. I love you, man. Yeah, okay. Knocked up. That's the other one where I've seen. Him. Oh yes. Uh, so he's a very funny. He's a very funny actor, um, but he has lost a lot of weight. I mean, look at him there. He looks uh, really um, lean. You know what are you laughing at? That pit where oh, the, that scene. the door opens. <laughs> um, but the other thing that drew me into this really was Harrison Ford. I love yes, Harrison Ford. Me I'll watch too. him in anything really. I love the fact that he's getting older and then taking these older roles because, mm. I mean, I, I believe he's making a new Indiana Jones film, which. I don't, I don't really want to see him in as Indiana Jones anymore. I'd like no. to see him in in just other More roles. Movies. I think, yeah, because he is a brilliant, brilliant actor. There was a I, he's the kind of actor I'd be so scared to interview because <sighs> he looks so doer. Mm, he really does, doesn't he? Well, I think this plays into him beautifully because he's very, very doer and he's <laughs> bloody miserable, quite frankly. But what I do enjoy about this is it bites into a few other things I've been watching recently. So I watched that Stutz thing, you know, with um, Jonah Hill and his therapist. So he is a therapist in this. He works in a cognitive cognitive, cognitive. behavioural therapy unit mm. that's private in L.A. somewhere. And um, Jason uh, Seagal's character also works in there with somebody else. And they see clients. So the whole thing's peppered with ideas around how to help you with your... Mm. Kind of mental health or if you're mm. struggling um jason's lost his wife in this which is not a spoiler at all so no, you realize quite early on he's kind of suffering mm. a little bit and he doesn't quite know what to do with it and he's trying different techniques and then also he's listening to his patients talk about their suffering all the time and the whole thing's getting him down and he feels that you know the techniques of psychology aren't working for him and they're not working on his clients either so he decides to kind of revolutionize his technique and get involved with his clients lives which as you know is kind of like page one of psychology which is you can't take on board your clients hmm. problems they're their problems and they have to fix them he's decided to think well, he's gone mad it. he's gone mad basically and then harrison ford is his boss who's also a psychologist who's suffering himself with parkinson's and oh. also he's got various family problems so it's quite interesting because the whole thing slightly flipped and it's actually all the psychologists that need the help and the clients have got problems but they don't seem that deep rooted they're kind of surface problems really that they're complaining about anyway it's only four episodes out at the moment and it's it's kind of classic light-hearted american comedy it's got like a musical montage in the middle of it right. playing you know crazy golf or doing something like that 
Um, and I thought, oh, please don't do this. You're going to kind of remove the the seriousness of it. But in the end, I thought, oh, no, no, no. Let, let, let's let's get go with it. Anyway, I watched three episodes and I was skiing last week and I was just like, I think I'm just going to ski back and watch the fourth episode, you know. So I skied back to me, me place a bit earlier and uh, it wasn't due out till Friday. They're dropping them every Friday. I was like, you total bastards. <sighs> I was devastated. <laughs> anyway, Friday's come and gone. I've still not watched I episode four yet. I think that's amazing that they uh, that you're enjoying it so much that you would cut short skiing. Yeah, yes, I know. I know. That's a that's it's a big a, thing, isn't it? That's a massive recommendation yeah. from you. So it's good. It's you know, there's enough comedy in it. There's enough humour in it. There's enough pathos and all that stuff and the stuff that you can relate to, um, especially with our parents getting older and you know, and you know, dad passed away last year and things like that. So you're, there's all these little things tied up in in it. Anyway, I'd highly recommend it. Uh, it's 7.8 on IMDb. It's on Apple TV, which you can get free if you buy an iPad and things like that. And I know it's another streaming service to buy, but um, I think there's some really good stuff on Apple TV. They're doing fantastic things. And maybe if you can get it free for, I don't know, a month or something like that, then I would say it's highly worth it. So I've got one shrink. more thing to talk about. Yeah, good. And then uh, shall we... Yeah, yeah, let's do some chat. Okay, so I want to talk about this woman called Regina. And it's mamaginas.com, M-A-M-A-G-E-N-A-S.com. I'm here to reclaim the eternal grief-soaked majesty of the feminine from within a culture that doesn't know what that even means yet. I'm here to uphold the exquisite wholeness of women. I'm here to celebrate our darkness, our rage and our grief. And then I'm here to turn on our joy. I'm here for our bodies, bruised, depleted, shamed, and worthy, right, blah, 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 blah. I'm here for the orgasm and lust, <laughs> for the virgin and the whore, who is all of us. I'm here for sisterhood. Thanks for being here with me. Love, for Regina. So I got sent this clip of Regina the other day. Yeah. She's in her 50s. Yeah. She is, like, basically getting off with a guy, like her boyfriend, like, all the time she sits in underwear mm-hmm. and just talks about her pussy non-stop. She is fucking great. I love this woman. Yeah. She is so, she's so pro-men mm-hmm. and pro-women. Great. But pro, just Life. wake up your vajayjay okay. and let's get, get, get going. She, I, like, <laughs> I'm just, if you like yeah. that kind of thing, she makes me laugh. Yeah, a great. Lot. And about three women have sent her to me recently. Really? And I thought, okay, this is interesting. Mm. She's tapping into something. Yes. And she goes and she does these huge talks. She's American. She does these huge talks all over America. Mm-hmm. The Americans are, as we know, quite a conservative bunch. And for them to be in a room, you know, paying to go and see a woman talking about, like, rejuvenating mm. and waking up your pussy is, like, absolutely brilliant. So uh, she's she's. She's hilarious. The School of Womanly Arts is a place for all women. Mama's Library. Mm. And then you can... um, She writes as well. So she's got um, a lot about desire and how to... Just just how to feel better and how to deal with midlife and getting older. She's great. Um, When I was uh, skiing... Uh, we there's this place at the bottom. I was skied in Saint Anton, by the way, for uh, lots of people who want to know. Although somebody's rebranded it Saint Manton because there's more men there than you would ever know what to do with. But there was this place at the bottom of the Galzig, which is the main lift up there, called Base Camp. This really great little kind of apre bar. But the food there was unbelievably good. I mean, 
you know, when you go to these places and they go, oh, you, you love the pasta here. I go, yeah, yeah, it's pasta. I've had it before. I get the general idea, you know. But I was like, whoa, hang on a second. This is next level stuff. Anyway, so we sat there and then we had a DJ on and stuff. And there was a crowd of people, English people sat in front of us. And they kept turning around because we were getting more and more drunk and dancing a bit Larry, you know, as you do. And then um, towards the end, as we were leaving, this girl came up to me. She went, are you going to put this on your podcast, are you? I was like, oh, you're a listener, are you? And she went, your podcast is so wholesome. And she said, but look at you now. You know, and I was like, what do you mean, you know? And I was really laughing. I was like, first of all, I don't think it's that wholesome, this podcast. You've said... I've vagina, said, God knows I've how said many fuck times. and pussy yeah, today. Yeah, I, exactly. Um, so it's not that wholesome, but uh, Louise, if you're listening to this, uh, yes, I am going to put this in the podcast. I mean, a little bit like me, Michael. You mm. are half nun, half wild child. Half mm. monk, half wild child. Yeah. That's you. Uh, I am bulletproof monk. I'm going to go and let the dog out. Okay, you go and let the dog um, out. I, was going I think mad, maybe yeah. sign off. While I let the dog out. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll do a couple of shout-out things and maybe you come back and I'll come, uh, back. Uh, come back for the grand finale. You bring the dog up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes, base camp was great. If you go to St. Anton, the, there's a, the pasta dish is there. Just unbelievably good. You wouldn't think so by looking at it. It looks like a the, like the Witherspoons of St. Anton, but don't let that fool you. Um, so, Kate Chapman sent us a little... Um, message here and it says heard you were talking about learning new skills and becoming a dj to help you and to bring a lot of joy uh, i promise this is a super duper recommendation listen to landline 1010 on soundcloud and choose joe 50 mix uh, which is my lovely friend jay landline um made for my bestie joe for her lockdown 50th birthday it is so good and defo listen all the way because towards the end is my fave bit um, any of his mixes are highly recommended. Maybe when you have done your DJ course, you'll be able to mix as well as him. So let me just read that again. So you're going to SoundCloud, listen to Landline 1010. And there's a numbers, by the way, not words. Landline 1010 on SoundCloud and choose Joe 50 Mix. Okay, I'm going to screen grab this because this looks great. Uh, I'm always looking for playlists to listen to. Um, generally speaking, I love music that i can imagine that i'm singing you know what i mean it's like the narcissist in me but i also love dance music uh, in appropriate time save that to photos so kate chapman thanks very much indeed for that we will uh, have a little look at that um kate chapman there julie recommending this again it is so good 8.4 imdb it's a four-part documentary series called kingdom of dreams yes major 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 come on Come on. There you go. Hello. Hello. Oh, fuck. You've been locked in the cage, mate. Hey. Good boy. There you go. The podcasters are getting my dog voice. Um, Okay. There we go. I've got my classic Aaron jumper on. I'm FaceTiming my mum yesterday. She went, are you going fishing? Um, recommending this again, it's so good. 8.4 and IMDb is a four-part documentary series called Kingdom of Dreams. It's about big fashion houses, Dior, Gucci, Givenchy, oh, yes. and Louis Vuitton from Ow. the 90s through to the current day. Um, oh, the, the 90s were great. Yeah. They? Oh, Excessive. Ah, ah, I know, I know. <laughs> Sorry. The dog got a bit feisty there. Uh, Alexander McQueen, Mark Jacobs together with the storyline of commercialization of Haute Couture brands. Oh my God, I'm going to absolutely love this. 
There is lots of behind the scenes footage and it's fascinating but tragic and shows how much times have changed. Highly recommend. Julie Geldard, thank you so much for sending that. I'm definitely going to watch that. Um, watching the Brits uh, this week, I thought was fascinating. Yes. I used to watch the Brits in the 90s, obviously with Oasis and Blur and Simply Red and U2 and all the rest of it. And if somebody had said, oh, when you watch the Brits again in 20 years time, it's going to be like this. I'd go, no, it won't be like that. And then I was like, wow, it was absolutely mental. I was like, Jesus. I mean, Sam Smith in that outfit, obviously, was very, very kind of humorous. And there was lots of funny tweets and stuff like that. I don't go on Twitter, I but Twitter was, was made. I thought he was good. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, great. It wasn't, it's not a criticism, but it's just okay. an observation of, like, how mad it was. You know, yeah, yeah, if yeah. somebody said, oh, one of the big stars of the Brits will appear looking like this in 2023, in 1995. But, but you go, think about what? it. The Spice, the Spice Girls came out of an enormous Spice, pair of legs. Uh, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I and, know, I know. you know, people were dancing, sitting astride <laughs> cannons. Yes. I that was when I was presenting. I forgot about that, yeah. It was pretty fucking was mad. mad. Yeah, yeah. But um, the one thing that blew me away was that Lizzo girl. She was great, wasn't she? Oh, just fantastic. Because I thought a lot of the Brits was like, neither here nor there. But when she came out, I was like, okay, it started. And, and it, it was, was like, like a vibe and buzzing totally. and energy oh, and, and attitude. And funny. And funny. And like ironic and everything. Yeah. But also bloody brilliant. Yeah. Like you just couldn't escape how fucking good it was. Yeah. And can Harry, I just Star- say, Harry Styles as well. I, I missed Harry Styles at the beginning, but um, he, he's such he's, he's such a cool guy. He's yeah, yeah. so great. Um, but can I just say my favourite was Lewis Capaldi. <gasps> Lewis Capaldi to host next year. Totally, he should be hosting. He should be year. hosting. He's so he is, good. He's really good. Yeah, he is. But not only that, he sang so brilliantly. His performance and everything was just... But also, like, phew, isn't it out. very clever when you can be that funny... Yeah. But also when you sing, bring out something else yeah. where you go, wow, I am in love with you. Yeah. Like, and I loved it when Harry Styles said, Lewis, and then I don't know if you saw, but he went down and gave him a great big hug yes. when he won, or whatever it is he won. Yes. Um, and he I, kissed him on the lips. <laughs> yeah, I think I would kiss Lewis Capaldi on the lips. Oi. Yeah, oh no, sorry, Steady sorry. On. Um, Julie, that sounds absolutely bloody brilliant. I love the sound of that show. I'm definitely going to watch it. I'm Can gonna... I quickly mention a, yeah, a candle company? Mm. I got sent a candle from this company in Wales, um, and I'm unfortunately I've lost the piece of paper that it came on, but I think if you look up VVV candles... Do you want me to read something while you're doing that? Um, Take the pressure off. I've got one more recommendation here from Carly Cameron, and it says, Hi there, I've only recently discovered your podcast and have been binging it from the beginning for the past month. I love your energy and enthusiasm for everything. It boosts my day. You're very welcome, Carly. Uh, I just wanted to make a small recommendation uh, from a small business called Dinky Artist, and she makes the most beautiful personalised gifts from your children's drawings. They are great for any birthdays coming up, Mother's Day, Father's Day, anything really. She is on Instagram and TikTok, and as well as providing a great website for all the info you need, which is dinkyartist.com. Brilliant name, by the way. I followed her for a while, and she is a lovely lady who left her corporate job during the pandemic to do this full-time. Now, I've got a couple of drawings that Sonny did of, like, two gangsters when he was about seven years old, and I love these drawings so much. I've even thought about having them tattooed on my arm or something like that, because they were just so weirdly cool, like... No adult could have drawn this thing. 
And they don't look like children's drawings. They just look like cool things. So maybe Dinky Artists can do something uh, about that. That's a nice idea. Yeah, I'm going to talk about these candles next week. Okay. Because actually I want to go into a bit of a detail bit into detail. them. They're really nice. Carly Cameron, thanks so much for that recommendation. I'm going to flag it so I can remember um, what it is. Um, I think that's us, folks. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to talk to everybody. Really, I, I quite enjoyed this one. No, oh, did you? Yeah, I felt like it was very varied. Yeah, there's a lot we in there, We bought a lot of there? different things. Yeah. Even a dog, Just even a dog, <laughs> a dog's on the table. Um, okay, we'll speak major. to you next week. But have a, um, a lovely weekend, and happy February, and all of that, Jasmine. Um, we can't wait to see you again next week. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.